This podcast is 100% supported by you, and we want to thank you for the love we receive. This is Forever Collector, shooting another episode of Collectors Anonymous, here with Gary, a.k.a. Real King Pokemon, a.k.a. Gary from Pondstars, a.k.a. The OG, the one and the only. And we are here, very excited to have him here in this space. So thank you, Gary, for coming on to the show. We really appreciate you. Well, wow, I'm flattered. That, that's, that's, uh, that's a lot of praise. Thank you so much. Not a problem. I'm, uh, you know, I'm here as a, as a fan, number one, as, you know, a fellow collector, number two. So. Well, we, we met last year in Dallas, or a, is that a year ago about? Yes, you know, sir. A little over a year ago, we met in Dallas, and, uh, and that was nice, and it's so great to catch up again here. Yeah, it's, there's a lot um, from last year to this year that's like crazy and we could talk about because this was a pretty <laughs> eventful year. Um, it was almost yeah. one year ago. I think it was about 13 months ago um, in February <laughs> in which that, you know, we did a lot of that. And there was, you know, I was really, really happy to meet you and show you, you know, some stuff that I've accomplished in my own space and my own goals, yeah. you know, and I have, uh, I've been, it's been very, very good to me. And I, you know, I'm very happy to say that, you know, I, I even impressed Gary just a little bit when I showed him this card. Not a lot well, of people. I'll tell you what, good. all I have to say is good job on all that because you, uh, you've done a tremendous job with your goals and that thank you mm -hmm. i uh i i tried really hard for that that was uh if you if you want to hear the story of that card that you saw if anybody's wondering um it's the 1010 uh -huh. charizard of course the pop one um my wife actually pulled that card out of a blister um the three pack cellophane blister with the two uh the or the legendary collections and then the fossil and jungle and uh, so she pulled it out of there and, you know, we decided to get it signed. But if you remember Ocala 2019, it was a complete hot mess in terms of the uh, um, the organization of the event for Arita for the signing. And it was yeah. it was really, really wild to see that that kind of stuff happened. But luckily. I had gotten my stuff signed prior in April in Dubai, where he was at the Middle East Film Comic and Con convention or something. Uh -huh. And everybody yeah. was there for like Marvel and Scarlett Johansson and you know what I'm saying? All like the big stars for all that stuff and not really so much for Arita. They're like, who's this guy? And it was funny, my friend was there uh, that actually got my card signed for me because I didn't go personally. He was the one, uh, he said that nobody, he was the only one there for Pokemon. Everybody was there for all his work in Final Fantasy. Oh, because okay. he was a big artist in Final Fantasy XI. Tremendous. Or set, Tremendous yeah. Work. Wow, it's pretty crazy to see, you know, like the types of work that he does. It's very wide ranging. Mm -hmm. And that's that's why I'm a big fan of his. He's a he's an amazing, he's so versatile, you know, to be able to go from Pokemon yeah. to something so dynamic and Arrow as, uh, as Final Fantasy. Like that's such a fun, fun series and, and all the, in all the games and every single one has its own flair, its own style, you know, from seven to mm -hmm. 11 to 10 to like, there's, they even made sequels of certain numbers and stuff. And so there was a lot of really fun stuff with Final Fantasy. I think that, you know, not a lot of people know 
is working. And so I thought it was interesting when he told me, he was like, nobody was even there for Pokemon, bro. It was all for Final Fantasy. That's right. cool, right? Yes. Yeah. In fact, he's going to be in Ocala this year. Hopefully. Uh, hopefully. Yeah, ho- hopefully. So, But if he is, it'll be his only appearance yep. you know, of the year. So. Yep. Now I, I've been invited down there. I'm not sure if you know we're going to be able to work it out, but I've been invited down there. Uh, Nate, real breaking Nate. I was just talking to him today. He's invited down nice. there. Uh, we're I think we're going to get try to get a little bit closer to the event to see how it comes off. And, right. Um, yeah. So I mean, for sure, if I go and if uh, and if Arita does, you know, show like we hope. Uh, yeah, I'll get I'll get uh, uh, some of his signatures for sure. There's a uh, there's a lot of stuff that I've been like just saving. You know what I'm saying? Like I'll hold on to it for the next ten years. Like I don't care until I can get it signed. Just right. because there's a lot of like I have a lot of his signatures on a lot of different things. And then like Fakuda uh-huh. last year, I went kind of crazy. You, I uh-huh. never we never saw you in line, but you were kind of there to do your own thing, and which I completely respect. You know, nobody's you were there as a guest, and you couldn't really stand in line like the rest of us to get a bunch of cards signed. And I was blessed to be yeah. able to get like I think twenty cards signed, which seems like not that much. But for me to be able, because I wasn't there for like anybody else, I was, it was all my stuff. So, right, right. Mm-hmm. 20, 20 yeah, stuff signed yeah, to my own things. So fine, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah, I uh, I didn't get in line, and uh, I was invited to the, uh, you know, to the panel, panel thing. But I was, you know, busy messing around with Twan and the little girl, so I couldn't do that. But I didn't have time to wait in the line because I had the you know, my wife and daughter there with me. Uh, plus, Leon Hart, you know, wanted to do some stuff with me, so I had to do that. And um, But hopefully, if, I go, if we go to Ocala, and he does too, then I'll make up for that. It, you know, and it was crazy, because he was supposed to be at Collective Con this year, and they, he wasn't, of course. You know, that happened uh, last weekend or the same weekend as... Uh, that thing down in Texas and Frisco. Um, but right. you know, I wasn't, I wasn't, uh, putting all my chips on black. I'll put it that way. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you know, with all this COVID stuff, we really have to wait until the vaccinations and all that is dominant enough for, you know, them to deem safe. Like the Japanese government's very serious about their quarantines and stuff like that. So they're not really allowing their citizens to leave unless if they have like a medical, emergency right that they have to like go for surgery in some other country or something right plus they just finalized today that they're not going to let any foreigners into the country for the olympics really finalized as of today and i don't know if you know but you know we were hoping for steve to you know to play at the closing ceremonies and uh he was bringing me along you know I, i was coming along because i was hoping to to meet Satoshi Tajiri, you know, to get a meeting with him. Really? And, uh, and, and you know, Steve is like a god in Japan. Right. I mean, he, he's popular everywhere, but he's like a god in Japan. So that would have been my end to get to Tajiri, you know, to get him to help out a little bit with our autism charity. Because like you know, he's autistic. Right. And, and then having Steve sitting there next to me, I know he would have, you know, complied uh, so now I'm not actually allowed in, but Steve can, 
treat me as a lighting director or something like that. Right. And then I can get him as part of his uh, of his group. Right. And so it's still up in the air, but yeah, I know the Japanese. They're they're being you know extremely careful and you know having Olympics with no crowd and because we already called it off one year and now the second year. I don't yep. know what their situation is there. If it was here, we'd be holding it. But, definitely they wouldn't you know it's a different government and they definitely you know they're trying to mm-hmm. they're trying to do their things i get it right. for sure um the the japanese government you know there there's nothing wrong with being too careful as a, you know at the same time i i applaud them for being such like no low numbers that they've had over there so you know if that proves yeah. anything right and so yeah Definitely, that would be cool though to see you to see you with Tajiri. That would be that would be pretty wild. That would be pretty wild. Well, you know, it, it would. You're not much be, younger than he is, right? I think he's a few years older than you. Um, no, good question. You know, I don't even know. I I don't think he's older than me, but maybe. You know, I, I think he's. My how old are younger. you? I'm 67. Oh, okay. He, you might be just a couple. I thought you were closer to your 60s. He's, right. I believe, 61 or 62. Okay. So you might be a few right. years older than he is. Yeah. Yeah, That's but cool. you know, the main thing I want him is to, you know, autograph a few, a few uh, security stickers to put on our next uh, Aoki Foundation uh, poster. You that know, would be cool. Yeah, yep. so having him on there, it would be monstrous for the charity. Yeah, and you know that that'd be a, a little better than like uh, you know mine and Pokey Revs, and you know the one we have now. You know we have all the great people on it, pretty much. Almost, you're missing one. Yeah, I know, almost, almost. <laughs> you know, I, I put I put that together like over a year ago. Yeah, so at the time it, it was every single person I asked was able to do it. Yep. Except uh, Zach, uh, Genmin Pokemon, yep. who's a great friend who I who I caught up with this last weekend, but he didn't have time to shoot off a good picture, looking like he was jumping out of a Pokeball, <laughs> you know, which is what I required for our poster. Yep. So now you've seen the poster, I'm sure. Yes, some sir. Weird, yes, sir. Yes, yeah, some of the some of the weird poses and that. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, that could. But now, can you imagine next year's charity drive? having Tajiri on there. Nobody has a Tajiri autograph. There's, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty wild. I've ever seen five total. Yeah. Because he's autistic and he's a little socially awkward. He doesn't go to shows to sign. Yeah. He couldn't because of the autism. Yep. So, I mean, I, I mean, I, you don't know how hard I'm going to be pushing for that. Assuming, you know, assuming that, you know, we get into Japan for the Olympics. Right. that would be really fun. I uh, I would love to see something like that happen with you guys. That would be yeah. that would be pretty great to to have you guys all together and to do something pretty yeah. fun. Um, oh man! And uh, you know maybe to even like produce you know like cards and stuff. I I remember he did like uh, for the twenty twentieth anniversary. He did uh, with him on the Pokemon card. Oh man! Right. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. yeah, it'd be great to get Steve on one. Yeah, yeah, there is. It's 
that it's pretty it's pretty wild to see you know where pokemon is today and to to see where it came from and to see what kind of promos and stuff they've created and i think it's almost fun because like over in japan they have like all that creative freedom right they can do whatever the fuck they want nobody cares right nobody's challenging them you know what i'm saying anybody uh-huh. in america who's trying to do something they're like whoa 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 you know, you didn't go through the proper channels there, buddy. Like <laughs> they're real protective. Yeah. Super protective. Yeah. You know the you know the uh, convention last week. Uh, they originally called it PokeCon. Yep. And and even that they had a little issue with, and so uh, the guys in charge. Yep. You know, they had to call it Collecticon. Yeah. But but on a cordial basis, I've had my run-ins with them myself. Yep. Not not so cordial, but they got on a cordial basis. And uh, so there's a chance they might team up with us in the next couple uh, Collecticons. Right. So, you know, they're, you know, that, you know, we're hoping for that, of course. And yeah, but they're super protective, like you said. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, what's, uh, what's been going on here with you lately? Um, you know, not the last few days, but like, you know, maybe like the last few months. I know I've been seeing you a lot, do a lot of fun things. I think uh, when we met last year in Dallas, like that was like a really calm event. You know, it wasn't really too busy. It wasn't like too right. crazy. It was kind of like the last of an era, I feel like, right? Because like mm-hmm. Collecticon mm-hmm. looked busy as hell. And even with the restrictions in place, there were completely maxed out and you know and so like there's nothing denying those facts and i'm not gonna you know knock anybody for you know holding such an event but it was it was a great time last year it, it really it, it was. was it was just incredible i've been involved in conventions and that for years in different areas and i mean i've never i've never had a more pleasant experience than i did with this one it was just fabulous yeah the people running it uh, the people running it were just amazing. The Fukuda was was a great, you know, a great artist, and it was it was really cool to see him, you know, mm-hmm. not not ever run out of juice. He was never out of juice. He was, I'm ready to go. Give me some more cards to sign. And I was like, wow, that's, you know, I'm really impressed for being his age, you know, and it's like a little bit different than I guess your guys, you and Leonhardt's kind of position at conventions, right? Where you're just like there to like kind of like have fun and take pictures and keep, you know, everybody's like interest (laughs) there because you guys are kind of like stars like that, right? But yeah, like these these signers, like they're over there busting ass. You know what I'm saying? Like carpal tunnel, what, mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever. Well, and you to, know, an interesting thing. I'll tell you what. It, honestly, it was actually old on an old guy like me. I'll tell you. I although during the whole thing, I was pumped up. You know, yep. with all the people. Well, when we met, you were dude. You were in high spirits. So I figured you were yeah. just like that the whole time. And then we also met right at the elevators. That's why I was saying you're kind of known for that that shirt pocket right, right. there because we oh, saw yeah. you at the uh-huh. we saw you at the elevators and you pulled it right out and you know there uh, for yeah. anybody who's listening and not watching we're talking about the 9.5 or the uh, BGS 10 Charizard like yes uh, ridiculous yes. only one in yeah. the world he had it right there in his shirt pocket believe it or not folks it was it was well, wild know, it to was see different. that it was different this time. Because I brought that card, I had a first edition base box. I had about fifty 
super rare cards with me. But I also had two armed guards who were with me all the time. I don't know if you could see it on camera. Yeah, you could see it a little bit off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but they, they were there, and they're armed guards, and they're trained to protect and watch. And that's what I'm talking about, part of the good experience, you know, with the, the way they ran. You never had to worry, did you? That's good. Never had to worry. They, they were on time. Two people tried to make moves during my, during my uh, you know, photo taking and signing because I would go from the photo. Yeah, the really. Families, right over the table sign, back and forth, back, almost always on my feet. And two people tried to make moves, and the armed security caught them both times. So that's yeah, pretty so that, wild. That that helped. You know that helped. Though that helped me enjoy it more. I didn't have to yeah. worry. You know they were all they were up by my room the whole time when I was inside. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So now actually, I I got a charity box while I was down there. You know the first edition base box. Yep. That, uh, Chris from Dumb Money donated. Yep, Chris Camillo. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. He donated that box to me and our foundation. Nice. And so I had that with me the whole time. And then the only de- the only problem I had was when I got back on the plane to fly back home to Vegas. And that was, that was TSA. You know, they saw this case. They saw this weird stuff inside. And how do they know it's Pokemon in there? Right. Right. Be drugs inside or something else inside. Yep. And they say, why would this? Why would this old guy be carrying Pokemon cards onto the, <laughs> you know, onto the screen? Fortunately, one of the supervisors was a uh, was a fan, so he actually knew, <laughs> he actually knew that I, that I was Gary, and he said, oh no, he would have. He said, just open it up for the cameras. Open it up. You know, let me finger them. Yeah, yeah. I've been stopped good. before too, and it's funny when they open it up and they notice this Pokemon. They're like, "Close it mm-hmm. back up, get them through here. There's nothing to see here, you know." And like but, they, but they ask, no, "Like, oh, is this expensive?" Open. I'm like, "Yeah, go get your Pokemon card collection from your house. I'll come buy it from you." You know, I always uh, it always just eases them right up. They're always happy to you know like accommodate. I don't know. I really like. I've been you know like through TSA a lot, and you know I've never. Had such a pleasant experience when they open it up and it's fucking Pokemon. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. But you know they could they could open that box. Yeah. If they really wanted to. If they really wanted to. Yeah. Yep. I'll just stay in Texas. Don't touch that box. <laughs> yep. I'll right? go. I'll turn around, bro. Yep. Yeah. But they, but they could. They yes. could open the box. Yep. You know. So anyway, that that was a little bit of a scare, but I got super lucky that one person noticed me. And or recognized me, so I I got you know straight through no problem. Yep. And then Logan told me he had a problem going through Logan Paul the you know the YouTube. Yep. Guy, yep. Uh, that that he that he had a, a time with TSA with his boxes too, and he had a, he was scared that they were going to get opened, and so yeah, I I worry about that. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely uh, it's definitely a scare. I think. You know, uh, it's very a lighthearted thing, you know, it's not, you're not like looking at something that's so intimidating, right? Like you open it up and you're like, it's Pokemon, you know, like, and I I really enjoy that because it it still makes me feel like it's super under the radar and super like chill of a type of thing. You know, people aren't, 
you know, so intimidated with like you know Pokemon and be, it being valuable. Like they're, I feel like they're more intimidated with like an expensive watch being valuable or like you know high end jewelry right. and stuff like that, right? And yeah, so like point. it's not it's not so intimidating when they're like, oh yeah, could you please be careful with it? It's pretty expensive, you know. It's pretty old. It's mm -hmm. antique, you know. Then they kind of understand. Oh man, this guy's serious, you know. And it's Pokemon cards. <laughs> And so that's you know a really big uh, a really big advantage I feel like that Pokemon still has, and so yeah. But that convention turned out to just be tremendous. I couldn't say enough about it. We had about three times more people than we thought we were going to have. Well, I uh, mean, you know, we were we we were going to be on stage for two hours each day. Two hours on Saturday, two hours on Sunday. We ended up being on for five or five plus each of those days just to cover the the, yep. the lineup. Two hours before we went on stage, there was a hundred people in line. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, I mean that how, how insane! Nobody expected that. And then we got about triple the attendance, ticket yep. sales, and online ticket sales at the door, ticket sales way more than expected. I and, I uh, completely I completely believe that. I mean, you know, we've had, you know, I don't know, twelve solid months of not being able to do anything cool. And so right. everybody's hungry for that type of event, especially in America. Yeah. And so, yeah, I can completely believe something of that scenario happening. And, yeah. you know, hopefully, you know, we can get you up here for some some cool stuff that, you know, we can host. And there's there's a lot of there's a lot of good opportunity up here as well. And there's now that, you know, 2021, everything's kind of opening up. Everybody's getting vaccinated, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. yeah, hopefully stuff can get back to normal. And so like. Like the you know you can see a lot of more attendance you know worldwide and you know see like my biggest thing to be completely honest is not even like conventions and stuff like that it's regionals nationals and worlds like i yeah. i uh last year in uh january i started sponsoring a small little team from duluth minnesota and uh -huh. it was like a 12-year-old, a 18-year-old, a 20-year-old, and a 28-year-old. And they never, they were like, never really done anything like that before. I was like, I'll pay for your whole trip. All you got to do is wear the Forever Collector t-shirts. And, uh -huh. you know, I'll pay for the whole trip. No problem. And we had such a beautiful time, Gary. And uh -huh. it was amazing. And I wish that tournaments could come back. Like, I, that's the biggest thing. Like, when you, like, that's where I saw you. It wasn't at a convention. It was at regionals in Dallas. Yeah, regionals, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. so... That's, you know, you get a, a way different atmosphere, and I think it's a lot funner and a lot cooler and a lot, you know, a lot more going on and stuff. And so there's, you know, at a convention, you, you see a lot of, especially like card conventions, you know, it's all about making deals and all this kind of stuff. You know, it's not so much, you know, where, where the roots are and where these cards are used mm -hmm. and to see, you know, like sponsoring a team is probably, you know, shout out Pokey Collector 76, shout out Nice, you you know pokemon and it's been you know an amazing journey like sponsoring a small group of men to like you know do something cool like that is it's so cool gary and i oh wow i would love to see like you know team gary or something you know like a group of players right. with with your name on their back and some cool jerseys or something like that would be that would be pretty slick you know and there's I love the tournament life. It's it. I wish, and I, that was like regionals was my second event. 
You know what I'm saying? Just imagine if we were able to continue events for the rest of the year last year. I would have had yeah. an amazing year, you know? But now that we're able to come back, you know, hopefully we can really, you know, have these sort of events and get these international artists and stuff like that. My friend actually just did uh, Midori Harada in Norway. If you know uh, my friend Nasi, NPC uh, Pokemon Coalition, he uh, he did uh, he did the Midori Harada over in Norway. That's one that's one of my brothers. I love that guy. He's you know, mm -hmm. me and him have been really close together on this Pokemon journey, and so like it's really. He's, he's a fucking beautiful human being. And to see him right. able to still host events during, you know, COVID and have a, such a safe event and limited attendance and host it amazingly coordinated was really inspiring, you know? And so, like, that was, you know... Luckily for him, she, Midori doesn't live in Japan. She lives in Germany. So she wasn't coming far, you know, to go over to Norway. So that's really nice. Um but I'm really excited to get these kinds of events rolling again. Like Midori Harada, what a what a legend, you know? Like with her work sure with is. Mysterious Mountains, like just alone. Not even all the Pokemon she's done throughout the ages. One of my favorite arts is a Gardevoir that she did for uh, Power Keepers, I believe. Right. And it's it's amazing. Like her artwork is really really good, and for her to be one of the women in Pokemon alongside Nishida, like, wow. You know, I would love to you, you see these events happen with more artists. Is? You know who my favorite artist is? Who is it? Tameno. Really? You Who's know, i I want to get I want to get some stuff signed by her too. She's a monster. She's an amazing artist. Let me tell you. Let me tell you something. In uh, 2000, I believe it was 2000 in Hawaii. Yep. You know, in the, the year 2000. Yep. She gave me her name tag. You know, her tag. Oh, the, yep. I remember tag. you posting that. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, sir. And she signed it. She signed she it. it. Wow. And I, and I yeah. Have it, and, I have it, and I have it right here in the next room. So, oh wow, that's cool! One of my most treasured, one of my most treasured things because, you know, she's the second most prolific, yep. Pokemon artist of yep. all. So, yep, she I did mean, all she the done. Evolutions original art. She did Dragonite's uh -huh. original artwork. Like, there's, you know, she's got some heavyweights under her belt. That's for damn and sure. She does a lot of other things too. Yep. Just, you know, just like Arita. Yep. You know, she has a lot of other franchises under her belt. And yes, sir. Jimeno mm -hmm. Jimeno has done a lot of a lot of work in this space. It, you know, I would love to see. Yeah. It was cool to see that they're including like Arita started doing uh, texture cards and like full art cards. I mean, he already did it like kind of like in Breakthrough and uh, <coughs> uh, mm -hmm. I can't remember the other break set Breakpoint Breakpoint and Breakthrough. Uh -huh. He did like some full art cards. You know, like uh, an Alakazam, a Mewtwo, a Gyarados, mm -hmm. and they were full mm -hmm. art. Uh, but he doesn't he doesn't really do that kind of stuff and he made a few a few artworks actually full art cards for the new sword and shield sets uh battle styles and uh matchless fighters in japanese it'll it'll come to english i can't remember i don't know what the name is going to be probably chilling rain or something and they yeah it's been 
dude, like, it's crazy to see, you know, 20 years, 25 years later, 20, you know, like, I mean, that's when it got started. So it's probably older than that, you know, when they were trying to commission these artists to make these, to make these arts, you know? So uh -huh. it was probably yeah. closer to like 26, 27, maybe even 28 years, you know? Can you hold on one quick second? Yes, sir. One second. He's going to grab something for us. I'm excited. I feel like I got to grab something too. What do you think, folks? Yeah, I'm going to grab something. Hold on, too. We're going to open some packs. You know, that's how we do it. This is, uh, this is a fun time. You know, we don't really get a lot of people on the, on the horn. That's, uh, really amazing. So we're going to open up. This is a sealed case. We're going to open up some packs, Gary. Fuck this. Let's go. Okay. Well, I'm going to show them get what my I was just talking on. about. Oh, he's pulling out the name tag. Jeez From Louise. From the Tropical Mega Battle Tournament in Hawaii. In Hawaii. This was, this was her tag, and that's her autograph. She signed it for me, you wow. know, over here. Yep, I can see the that. Japanese yep, she signed it on the right, and it says she crossed that out. She's like, I ain't no trainer. I'm an illustrator, God damn it. Right. Yeah, I don't know who did that, but, yeah, isn't that something? Yeah, that's... Right. So, wow, man. Prize possessions. You know, there's a reason why they call you the king, right? <laughs> that's, you know, that's what I'm going for. If you want to see something cool, all right. I got something for you. I got something for you. I got something for you. Okay. Okay, now now it's my time to talk to you guys. Oh, he's back. <laughs> okay. Here's a box that I got, I got signed. It's Japanese. But the reason uh -huh. why I got it signed is because it's a very special artist. Last year, we all got to meet him. Again, if you can see that. Fukuda did this entire box art for Beautiful. Japanese Legend Maker. This is a first edition Beautiful. booster box. It's, yes, very, it's very, very hard to find. Not only is it signed, it's personalized to Mew up here in the top left corner. And then wow. you can see that beautiful Mew sketch, which we weren't supposed mm. to be getting. We weren't supposed to be getting those sketches. No, he wasn't supposed to do sketches, right? Yes, sir. And so yes. this is one of, and not only do I have this box signed, you know, the PAX mm -hmm. is the same art as the box. So not only do I have a box signed, I have the pack signed in Japanese. Wow. I have both of the promo cards because not only did he do the box art, the pack art, but there's a card mm -hmm. in both English mm -hmm. and Japanese as a promo card. I got both uh, of those signed and sketched. So it's a four piece, you know, I call it my four piece. Maybe, maybe you should explain why he wasn't supposed to draw the Mew. Um, he, you know, I don't know. I feel like, you know, Pokemon really keeps a tight leash on their artists. They don't want them putting arts out there that they're not supposed to. And they don't really. Plus they own it. Exactly. It's the IP. The it's the IP, right? They all own the right. intellectual property. And they're like, you know, that's not, you know, you may have drawn this card, but it was commissioned. We own this card. We own this art. We bought yeah. it from you, right? We paid you good right. money for this damn art, right? And like we discussed earlier, they, they're real careful with their rights. Yes, sir. They really are. They don't like a lot of people, you know, creating things out of their say-so, no. right? They like to keep that, you right. know? 
It's the same thing with Nintendo, and I feel like that kind of comes from Nintendo, right? Because creatures and game Probably. freaks, I feel like they're more of like understanding. The, more, they yeah. come from the roots, you know what I'm saying? They come from the people, so like. Yeah, Media Factory in Japan was pretty tight too. Really? Uh, so some of it is probably cultural, you know, business, business cultural, and uh, yeah, yeah. But that's, uh, you know, that that's really kind kind of a shame. You know, you know, in, in other countries they're a lot more open, you know, with what they let their producers do. And yep, yep. I mean, when you. When you got the when you got the winning hand, you know what I'm saying. You don't want to give no peace to that to anybody, and I I guess I can right. respect that. You know, like yeah, they came yeah. up with it. You know, that's their thing. You know, and so I don't really. Yeah. What do you think we should open up first? We got Steam Siege, and we got Guardians Rising. Guardians Rising okay. is the one I want to hit really good in. Yeah, I I agree with that. <laughs> we'll start with Steam Siege. We'll see if we can get one of these full arts. I got. I just recently got like a whole case of blisters. Uh huh. And so I got two cases of blisters. And so I've been opening them up, you know, having some fun. You know, I recently got a great a deal. Battle. I recently did a pack battle again with Leon Hart where I beat him last year and then this last weekend I beat him again. So. Yeah. He's all, he's already blowing up my computer wanting to a re, another rematch. <laughs> <laughs> this is a so good a pretty good art. Get together we'll have a pack battle. Right? That would be fun. Yeah. That's a pretty cute one. Hopip and yes. a non-hollow drug dagon. Okay, so we wanted uh -huh. to we wanted to hit a dud there. We wanted to hit a dud there. You know what I'm saying? Cuz then it, we yes, give a I better know. shot yeah. for for the Guardians Rising. So we're there good, we're go. good. You know, I'm feeling good. Oh, we're feeling really good, Gary. We're feeling really good right now. We got some sparkles. Somewhere. We got some white code here. We're gonna do this little dealio thing, you know? Hello. The card yes. trick BS or whatever. Let's uh -huh. go. We got a Fletchling, a Barrow, uh, what the hell is that called? Another Fletchling, a Litten, something, I don't know. Oh, oh snap! Oh! oh, we got a full art Komomo GX. Wow! Oh, nice. Look at wow. that. Wow! Luck, man. That's wow. yeah. That's why we wanted to see that garbage in Steam Siege. We didn't want nothing. No. Nice. Nice. A really good card from this set is uh, the Tapu Leles. It was uh, a pretty po uh, prominent card in the meta for a while. Yeah. Not a lot of people, you know, I and it's it's always fun I think, you know, to dive into the other side of Pokemon and to see, you know, what cards do well in the tournament bases, right? Like Uh-huh. And I've always, you know, I started playing the online game last year and stuff after I like hosted the the team to go play in the we did the regionals in Collinsville, Illinois. Okay. And it was a it was a really uh, really good time. How far away are you from Collinsville? About eight hours. I'm uh, I'm in okay. Minnesota. Yeah, right by uh, Minneapolis. Yeah. Yep, yeah, in the suburbs. Yeah. Minnesota is a great time. You have to, well uh, wait till we get you out of here. We'll have we'll have a great time. We'll have, there's a lot of fun stuff to do out here. It's a lot of yes. people, a lot of a lot of fun, different little neighborhoods and stuff. And 
The, of course, we have the Mall of America, and so that's pretty spectacular to get into. And you know, we right. might we might have to you know bring some guards and stuff. You'll have like a little trail of people wa- wandering around behind you, right, as we walk yeah. out, <laughs> trying to get your <laughs> autograph. You'll be causing too much a ruckus, Gary. Oh yeah, yeah, I don't mind that. You, you know what I you know what I don't like. I don't like when they walk by and just kind of stare at me and don't say anything. <laughs> I want them to say something. I want them to say, hey, Gary, hi, how are yeah. you? Yeah. They're so That's intimidated, you know, like, you know, when they, they see somebody be. on TV and, you know, they don't know yeah. what to do and what, how to say it, you know, and so I'm not, yeah, I completely, that's all right. Yeah, but not, not you know, with me. you know, yeah. not, not with me. You gotta, you, you gotta go to say me. hi to them, Gary. Be like, "Yo, what's up?" You know, be like, oh, "I do that." I do that. You so know, mistake them for being me. famous. Like, hey, haven't I seen you on TV? Oh man, they would flip <laughs> out. <laughs> they would flip out, bro. I think they would be kind of like, mind blown. Did huh? I see you at Worlds, or did I see you? At yeah, Worlds? like, wow, you look familiar. I, I don't know. Have you been on Nickelodeon right. or something? I feel like I've seen you. <laughs> <laughs> Is yeah. That Miley? Is that, oh no, that would be Miley. fun. That would be a fun time. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, last year, oh man, I wish I could go back last year. That was such a fun time. That weekend that came back or came by way too soon. It was, you know, three days of absolute heaven. We went, we sat in the line, we had a great time with the homies, and then after that, we went and ate dinner and, you know, really enjoyed each other's company. You know, like those. Those are the type of events that I want to go to. Well, can I say something about that? Uh, that's one unique thing about Collecticon is they're trying to make it more than just, you know, booths and one guy sitting in the corner signing. You yeah. Know, they're, they're trying to make it a family event. Like they had a big room with about 30 uh, arcade games like Ms. Pac-Man, all free. Yeah, where everybody, all these vintage arcade games, they could go and play. The kids could go in there and play. You know, while the parents were looking around, and mm-hmm. uh, plus uh, a kids area with bouncy houses, and you know, all on the main floor of the convention. That's cool. So it made it more, yeah, it made it more of a family affair. You know, than what we're so used to with collectible. You know, yeah, cores, you know, that's why. That's why I, I, you know, I say I like the tournament stock because it's not like that either over there. You know, people right. are there for a purpose. They're not there to look yes. at the booths all the time. They're not there for yeah. the sign. The people who are signing, they're there to play. They're there to they're be there with to their play. friends. Yeah. They're there to like you know play as a team, play as an individual. And you know, I really enjoy that type of mentality. You know, yeah. like I, I really liked it. And I kind of want. I wish you know to host an event that's like a regionals type thing here in minnesota that would be really fun you know type of that well well you'll you'll keep me posted on that you'll be our first guest gary you know that all right yeah you know when i met you last year it was uh it was really nice meeting you mm-hmm. you're very warm mm-hmm. and very kind and so oh, there's you. you know there's a lot to be said about that and yeah, thanks. You know, there's well, there's a lot of people, you know, and I mean, a year ago it wasn't as prolific as it is now, I guess I should say too. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. but even then you weren't you weren't hard up, you weren't stuck up, you know, you were very down to earth and you're very welcoming and that's nice. And when I showed you my Charizard, my 1010, what did you say? Uh-huh. You're like, "Let's take a picture, goddammit," you know? 
You know, I and I and I've seen that picture since. Yeah. That got out. That got out there a little bit. Yeah. You posted cool. that on Instagram too. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, uh, I remember you posting yeah. that on Instagram. That was a good time. That was neat. Yeah, it uh, was that that Charizard. I still have too. It, um, interesting right. enough. Well, well, I appreciate them. You know, yep. I, I, I mean, I, I love that stuff. So, <laughs> it's easy. It's easy to be, you know, warm and fun and that. You know, especially when you're so enthusiastic about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and there, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't there with my kids, so I didn't have to like, you know, necessarily worry about that and. Right. I have I have six kids. I don't know. I think you have three or four, right, Gary? Yeah, I I have three. Yeah, three. I have three, but two two are adults. Okay. Yeah. So I have I have six kids, and all of them are children. Um, mm-hmm. I'm you know I'm not even thirty yet, and I have yeah. I have an eleven year old, and so um, right. she's going to be turning twelve this year, which is pretty exciting. Um, oh, cool! Yeah, our youngest she'll be turning two in October, and so uh, that's our youngest. So how and then many, how many girls? How many boys? Half and half, cut uh, right down the middle. We have a the little gift team. Of king. Yes, sir. They call, that, they call that the gift of kings. Yep. Uh, you have an equal number of boys and girls. Yeah, that's it. Was a blessing, man. It's it's yeah. really it's really nice to have the variety, you know, and to be able yeah. to have their own personalities and you know uh, oh man six children cool. you know it's it's wild yeah. don't get me wrong and but i love every second of it it's it i couldn't i wouldn't trade it for the world there's there's too many kids you know, out here that back. don't have that i'd so. have some more too yeah i know right I'd go back i'd have some more too but that's all right, right now that's right. You know, I I can I can see you I can see you adopting some kids too. You're that yeah, you're that kind of person. Yeah. I feel like you know, like. But you know, I would. You don't know. I, you're, you're absolutely kicking, right. You know, I would love to. But you know what? I'm 67, and you're gonna live just as old as Jack harder. Nicholson, my friend. You know, you're gonna be a hundred yeah. years old. Drinking straight rye whiskey, no big deal. (laughs) Opening fucking first edition packs. (laughs) Yeah. You know, things just start getting harder, though. You know, you get aches and pains. I'm going again Tuesday for cortisone shots in my bones and the shoulder. Yeah. You know, you get older, things like it's a little bit, it would be a little bit, a little harder for me to run run around after little, you know, little, especially little boys. Yep. uh, You know, now, but. If I was your age, I mean, I would love to be in your situation. I love kids. Thank you. Thank you. I just, you know, I I wake up every day blessed, you know, and, it, it, yeah. and it's an honor to be able to take care of these kids and to, you know, teach them all the things that I, I wasn't taught, you know, like. Right. There is, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of knowledge that I could have been taught as a child that I could have applied as an adult and I never was taught that. And so I'm just trying to, like, oh, you know, so teach sweet. my kids all that, you know, like simple stuff, right. you know, to uh-huh. get you through the day and to not have to rely on anybody else. And that's really like the 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 point is self-sufficiency. Right. And so, well, you know, I, I, I'm proud of you with that outlook. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. They're they're a beautiful set of kids, man. They're yeah. and you know what? The, even more, even more. They love Pokemon just as much as I do. Like they have their binders right over there on my shelf, and you know they're always trying to do extra chores and shit. They're like, "Come on, let me get another pack." They're trying to squeeze every pack they can get out of me, Gary. Every damn one. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, well, you know, you know I'm in this and that, I got packs. That's, so 
that's the difference between now and 20 years ago. Because 20 years ago, there was no Pokemon. And so when I shared it with my sons, who were like eight and nine at the time, when I shared it with them, I was doing it just to participate with them. Just to Yeah. But today, you're an enthusiast. Yep. You love Pokemon, and you're sharing it with your kids who love Pokemon. It's a whole new world. I feel like it's multi-generational. Like, my kids now are going to take give it to their kids, mm-hmm. and their kids are going to give it yeah. to their kids. I feel like it's gone to that, you know? Right. And yes, how proud I, I am of that moment, really, right? And so right. it's just like, mm-hmm. yep, I agree with you totally there. Yeah, I like that I perspective. That. I like that mm-hmm. perspective a lot. There's, there's a lot to be said of, you know, a lot of the different things that you can do with your child and, you know, how you know superficial some of them might be and you know Uh not long lasting at all and we're pokemon like my kids like i've been into pokemon with them for years now since i got back into it you know i was buying all the new stuff and back then it was so cheap you know like they couldn't get it rid of enough cheap enough you know like there was i was buying boxes for like 80 85 dollars a box yeah take it now That's you can't right. find it less than retail. It's, it's insanity. No. It's insanity. Yeah. And so, but you know. Because it's successful. What do, what, what do we want it to be successful? And that's just a sign of that. You know, if it, if it was I dying, mean, you could get all the cards you want, all the boxes you want. Right. So it's better. This I think way. it was like a perfect storm, though, too, because COVID really yeah. messed up the accessibility and. I I don't know like I've heard rumors of numbers that you know their main printing houses they're only running at like sixty percent. How do you supply yeah. something that exploded with sixty yeah. percent of your normal supply that you have every other year? You know, there's just no possible way. And then you're trying to keep up. They're trying to do the Roaring Sky style and reprint older sets because of how successful they are right now, and they mm-hmm. can't even keep up with the. The modern printing of the stuff that they need to print to keep the TCG going, and then guess yeah. what? The TCG stuff is now two hundred dollars a box, and right. they what? They only brought down the other stuff from five hundred to three hundred. Like, what the hell is uh-huh. the difference? And so, what would? Let me ask you something. If you were in charge, what would you do? In charge of which part? Because there's a lot of moving parts. If you were TPCI, uh, you know, the Pokemon company. I would do exactly what they're doing, and that's to build more printing houses, you know. But by then, you know, COVID's going to be over, you know. Like, everybody's going to be vaccinated. Their printing houses will be able to operate at at 100% Uh capacity. And I feel like, you know, it's a little bit of psychology on top of it, you know, when Mm -hmm. you're told you can't have it you want it even more you know what i'm saying and so when you can't go to somewhere and buy it right off the shelf for retail what option Mm -hmm. are you left with you know and you want it so bad you don't give a shit anymore and so there's a lot of maybe if they did some maybe if they did some temporary printing houses you know i mean i know if i ran that company i i'd be pumping out more cards as much as i possibly could yes sir i mean but with restrictions what what can you possibly do you would literally have to retrofit something else the type of printing house to be able to do that or to straight up try to buy and who owns those all those other uh printing houses i can't even remember their name it's not everybody who Uh thinks it is um yeah 
and they're the ones who are actually like running the games and have all the infrastructure for all that. That's why TPCI, they're like, we're building four new printing houses across the world, two in the US, one in Europe and one in Asia. Like, you know, and yeah. that'll handle all that, all the all the supply that's needed, you know, and all the demand. And so, you know, that's that's a couple, that's a year from now, at least nine months mm -hmm. where they're operating at, at such a level to be able to 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 bring up you know uh supply to comparable to demand mm -hmm. and well fortunately it's going to get better and better it's been a year it's going to get better and better and better yep. now so we won't see any more downturn you know it's going to get better and better in every area I agree. I agree. There's a lot of, you know, and it's so hard to say what you would exactly do, but I mean, the, what they're doing is what they probably should be doing, in my opinion. There's nothing mm -hmm. they can really do. Their hands are tied. What are they going to do? They're going to take a six-month, uh, uh, cut a corner and do six months and retrofit some other printing facility to do, I mean, what, what do you, you know, like, there's nothing they can do. There's not enough... There's not enough printing houses because not only are they printing Pokemon, who's printing other stuff? Sports, Magic the Gathering, Yu-Gi-Oh, uh, uh, Weiss Schwartz. If you don't know what Dragon Weiss Schwartz, Weiss Schwartz does a lot of animes and stuff like that. They're not necessarily Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball. Like how many cards are being printed by the general facilities that are already printing them? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> how can Pokemon be like, yo? F all these other people. Let's just print. There's, what are you gonna say? There's nothing they can do. So yeah. I hope, I hope they get it figured out sooner than later because I know a lot of people are hard up and upset and stuff like that. And it, you know, at the same time, I feel like you know there's a lot of ability to be able to still work in this space and that you should always you know just weather through it. I mean, even at my level. I, even at your level, I mean, I'm sure you're still, you know, willing to fork money out of the butt just to get what you want, whatever, whatever yeah. it takes, you know. But you know, I don't sell stuff. I don't. I hardly sell anything. You hardly so. sell anything. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Yeah. And I was talking to Real Breaking Nate the other day, and he's the same thing. He never sells a single thing. Yet he takes a lot of heat just for opening packs. You know, it's so ridiculous. Uh, he's not I know I've been selling a lot lately I just you know there's it comes to a certain point you know I don't want all these PSA 8s and 9s you know I'm a PSA mm -hmm. 10 collector mm -hmm. I'm a Mewtwo collector I'm not a Charizard collector so Charizards can yeah. take their happy ass outside of my door you know I'm not <laughs> like Send I mean to, not to say that Charizard's not a collectible card or anything that's just not what I collect Gary you know like I'm a Mewtwo yeah. collector uh -huh. Mew collector, Evolution collector, Gyarados. My wife loves Gyarados, you know. And so that's where you're seeing cards. Articuno, the legendary birds. You're seeing a lot of those cards not even getting posted on my social media, you know. I'm not selling those uh -huh. cards for right. nothing, you know. You're I'm trying to sell too. all these other cards, all these Charizards and all this stuff I don't want so I can pay for all the shit that I do want, you know. Yeah. Like, that's you the know, only reason why I sell. Something that comes to mind, you say Mewtwo. Because you you know you're a Mewtwo collector. Yep. My best Beckett's card, first edition base Beckett's card, is a Mewtwo. It's two tens and two nine fives. Wow. And, uh, and I and I treasure that card. I've never had a 
a Beckett's 10 first edition hollow base hollow. Yep. And so my Mewtwo is the best one I own. So <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Mewtwo is better than Charizard. <laughs> you know what my favorite Pokemon is? What is it? You don't know. I don't. I don't know. No. It's gonna surprise you. It's. You know what? I hope it's something. I hope it's Kingler. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite Pokemon is Venusaur, especially the base set artwork on Venusaur. Yep. I love that guy. That's my favorite. Now Charizard is a close second. But Venusaur has always been my favorite. And that, Fair. That surprises that's a, people. You know what? That's a great choice. Nobody yeah. can argue with that. Venusaur, he's got Love some of the meanest thing. arts in the entire TCG. Erica's Venusaur. Yeah. Wow. What a, mm -hmm. what a card, right? Yeah, oh, man. Venusaur and EX and Fire Red Leaf Green. I mean, come on. What oh, do you want yeah. from me? You know? Like, right. forget about it. Right. And so, yeah. yeah, I agree with you totally. Yeah, Venusaur is a great card to like. Yeah, definitely. That is my, that is Gary's favorite. <laughs> I have a lot of friends, you know, like, their, their favorite Pokemon is something so simple, you know, like Slowbro or, you know, mm -hmm. Slowking and, um... What was my other friend? Uh, Beedrill and Butterfree because he's a huge insect uh -huh. kid. And he like, Nates's, he used Nates's to do all that. Psyduck. Psyduck? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> there's, it, it's really cool to see not everybody jump on the the Charizard bandwagon and everybody, right. you know, yeah. in, a, in a world of Charizards, everybody else is like, you know, Psyduck and Soaking. Fuck this. You know, and I love that. I, I honestly do. I really do. There's right. something special mm -hmm. to say about Pokemon in general is that there's so many different Pokemon that people can be attached to that have mm -hmm. nothing to do with money, popularity, you know, right. hype, whatever the case may be. And that's yeah. what I like to focus on because I'm the same way. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like a lot of the other stuff that isn't collected so much. Super niche, you know, stuff yeah. that you don't see, stuff that you can't get. Japanese stuff right. especially, you know. And yeah. there's, I mean, come on. What do you want from me? Like, there's, uh -huh. it's so much cooler. It really is. Like, there's to find something that's rare and like actually rare and like actually cool and the arts works amazing you know i'm i will never let go of that and yeah there's a lot of you know overrated cards you know that like that are obviously going to command the premium and i totally respect that but like right. there's so many other pokemon what is it like 890 or something Pokemon like yeah well Lo Logan Paul's favorite is Squirtle yep <laughs> yep I have a I have a I have a friend his favorite is Rayquaza you know like not a lot of people oh, yeah. like I mean it's it's still, it's a popular Pokemon sort of I guess but not that popular you know like right. I would definitely mm -hmm. say like Mewtwo or Evolutions are def definitely more popular and so yeah the Rayquaza Gold Star is one of the top 10 <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you know, you're talking to, you know, I didn't bring none of my, none of my heavy heaters down to, uh, down mm -hmm. to regionals last year. I only had yeah. that, that pop one. I got this. This is right. pretty, this is a pretty wild box. Yeah. Base Japanese. Yeah. It's uh -huh. not cut on either of the sides. So, right. you know, yeah. we don't know if it's short packs. 
in there. Right. If it's short packs. Yeah, we're going to be opening one of those. We're going to be uh, with Pokemon Radar. This is why I love Mewtwo. This is probably one of my favorite Mewtwo arts. The box art for all the Phantoms. Yeah. Amazing. Like. Amazing. Yep. This Classic. Is Mewtwo Gold Star. Like, I have Mewtwo Gold Star, English and Japanese. I have them both signed in English and Japanese, too. Like, I yeah. was... Those, the, that box and this box because uh, it's probably the second Bex. Uh, it's a close second. Maybe it even beats it. This. Uh, tremendous. Like, look yeah. at him, bro. Like, he right. is the final boss type shit, right? Like, yeah. uh -huh. he's the one. He's the, he's the one, dude. Right. <laughs> it's a beautiful box. Beautiful box. I love. That's what I'm. I'm mostly like a T uh, PSA 10 and then sealed collector. You know, I collect the blisters, uh, love blisters, like a lot, a lot, a lot. Although like the niche blisters, you know, I mean, I'll show you something else. All right. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Come on. This is what I wanted to see. This is why we're here. Oh. For everybody who's not watching on YouTube, uh, Aoki Foundation, $100,000 check. Look how fucking big that is. It reminds me of uh, Happy Gilmore. He's like, no, no, I want a big check like that. Sorry, I don't want to, I don't have anything to give you. It's <laughs> yeah. amazing. That's really cool. Oh, no. I've yeah, seen that. Oh, oh my god. That's for a black and white set, right? Yep, that's the that's the uh, full art and he's uh it's unprinted. So there's no there's no Oh my gosh. Okay, so he's holding up uh Regigigas and Mewtwo EX uh right. full art Uncut sheet that's also unprinted on, so only the picture is printed. There's no wording printed on this sheet. Right. Holy <laughs> cow. Wow. See, this is, this is, wow. Because you talk about Mewtwo, and it makes me think, what do I have that's unique? Yeah. Like, you know, that's, the ones you're talking about. Wow. <laughs> Damn, Gary. Yeah. That's a pretty unique piece of piece of history yes. there. I'm pretty astonished. I think I've seen that before, but well, not yeah. that up close. And that's that's pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. Wow. I put that. This is one of the problems I had with uh, TP with the Pokemon Company. I posted that just to show it off, and their lawyers contacted me again over again that they've done it before. Yeah. They saying, you know, you have to give that up. You have to turn it back in. And I said, uh, I said, well, actually, I just borrowed it from one of the kids at the park uh, so I could take pictures. I said, but if you, you know, if you guys can come down, you know, I'm sure we could trace the kid. You know, we could trace who the kid is. Yeah. And, that. and uh, you know, so I kind of gave them the runaround. And of course, they stopped contacting me about that piece. Yeah. But they saw I had it. And they wanted it. They said, that's our property. That's our intellectual property. And 
You know, wow. so you, you have to mail that in. And I said, I said, I can't, not mine. You know, I just paid something up. Yeah. But that that's that's how the Pokemon company is. I feel like they're definitely, you know, they're a little bit, yeah, why not, mm-hmm. you know? Why wouldn't they be? They're, yeah. yeah. That's wild, but though. It's that's crazy. Sheet. Yeah, but it's only one sheet. Is it the only one known to exist? No. No, there, there's others. I kind of lost the, here, let me, uh, one second, let me get, uh, now the, can you can't see me, right? I can see you loud and clear, brother. Oh, okay. I don't know what. You're good to go. You can keep talking to me. Yeah. Okay. But I lost all the pictures. So, but yeah, no. There's uh, there's more. They're sliced up. They got cut up and thrown in the trash. Yeah. Uh, but uh, then there's about five others. Uh, I I had five of them, and uh, Rusty uh, Rusty got one. Yep. From uh, TCA Gaming, uh, uh, the Uncut Sheet King—I can't remember what his name—but Uncut Sheet, you know, he got one, and then I think I have three, I have three le- or two left. I don't know. Well, you might have to let me trade you or something, because I—I don't own any uncut sheets. I've been—I've been eyeing um, this uncut sheet, the Unlimited Fossil, the rarer one. Because they yeah. have a lot of the oh, first okay. edition ones that are out there, but okay. they don't have a lot of the unlimited ones. And so I right. wanted to get the unlimited one. Uh, yes. But uh, when I tried to get it, like, Homeboy wanted, you know, I think 2000 more than I was willing to pay. And then, you know, a week later, he raised his prices and he couldn't sell it. And I offered him the same price. I was like, come on, bro. You know, come down a little bit. And he wasn't budging. And then he finally sold it uh-huh. for, like, I think only $1,000 more than what I was willing to pay. You know? So, in the end, it didn't really, okay. you know? Like, you could have just sold it to me. And I would have paid yeah. that. If you if you were serious, I would have paid that. You know? I'm not. Mm-hmm. 2000 mm-hmm. you know, I was trying to buy it for 4500 at the time. That was, like, a year and a half ago. What? And so. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 You know, somebody somebody asked me, do I regret anything that I've sold or bought? You know, but basically, I regret every single thing I ever sold. <laughs> I, would I feel that. <laughs> I feel that. One of my uh, one of my friends, he has um, he has that, that was my uh, GoPro is telling me that you know it's your it's your oh. done. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> let me try to figure this guy out real quick. But you know, uh-huh. it's it's definitely you know a great a great time to have you you know on here. And maybe if we have to what? stop it there, it's no big no big deal. Um, yeah, we'll we'll get a chance to do it again. Yeah, yeah, it's already been over an hour, Gary. You're fine. Thank you so much yeah, for your I, time. I appreciate you reaching out, and I appreciate talking to you again and yeah I i'm glad you remember me good. that was you know that was oh, a yeah. really fun time and i had a, oh, an, sure. a, a, i had an amazing time meeting you and you were super nice mm-hmm. and so it's great yeah. to come full we'll, circle we'll, right like that's pretty nice yeah well, well we'll we'll do it in person next time yeah that sounds like a plan gary i'm gonna hold you to that all right all right, all right. All right. so this has been forever collector another episode of collectors anonymous here with the king himself we are ending chat So you guys go home and have a good night. Thank you and good night.